Hi guys, welcome to Unsolved Australia Minisodes. Thank you for joining me in my endeavour to bring awareness to people who are missing and cases that haven't been solved. On the 15th of December 1985, 56-year-old Shirley Schmidt left for her regular morning walk. She was staying with her husband Raymond at the couple's holiday house in Paluma, Queensland. Paluma only has around 28 permanent residents and is known for its tropical rainforests. Paluma can be found at the top of Townsville. Unfortunately, Shirley did not return from her regular walk that morning. Shirley Schmid was married to her husband, Raymond Schmidt, who unfortunately has passed away without ever finding out what happened to his wife. She also had four children, Leah, Judith, Rosemary and her son, Frederick, who is unfortunately also deceased. Shirley Schmid was reportedly a very physically and mentally healthy woman, apart from her diabetes, which she controlled with diet and exercise. She was a committed wife, mother and friend. She was a music teacher and had an interest in local history. According to a friend, she appeared to be acting like her normal self in the lead up to her disappearance. It was reported that Shirley was not the type of woman who would ever veer off from her regular walk into unfamiliar areas. Friends of the family reported that Shirley and Raymond appeared to have a healthy, normal family dynamic and although they had their differences as a couple, they appeared to respect each other. Shirley was reported to be very involved as a mother and grandmother. She was described by her best friend as a woman of self-confidence, ability, dedicated to her family, community service and music teaching. Her daughters, Judith and Leah, both reported to police that nothing seemed out of the ordinary the day their mother went missing. The morning Shirley went missing, Raymond reported that he heard her have a shower and leave the house. He reports that he got up at approximately 7am and went outside to mow the lawn. He became concerned that Shirley hadn't returned home at around 8.30am, but decided to wait a little longer for her. He made breakfast for his grandson and began his own search for his wife to no avail. At approximately 10.40am, Shirley's husband Raymond attended the Paluma Police Station to report his wife missing. Police traced the route that Shirley walked to see whether they could see any sign of the missing woman, but there was nothing. That afternoon, a search party was assembled to search the area, which contained six police officers and 20 volunteers. At 6pm, due to weather conditions, the search was called off. The next day, the 16th of December 1985, the search ramped up and police began searching the entire Paluma area as well as scouring the sides of the road that Shirley was thought to have walked along. Also on the 16th of December, a couple who were on holiday reported that they had sighted a woman that they believed was Shirley. They told police that they had noticed a woman matching Shirley's description at the Paluma Dam picnic area at 12.30pm the day before when Shirley went missing. They told police that they saw her with a man who they assumed was her partner due to the way they were acting. The couple were shown a picture of Shirley and it only confirmed to them that this was the woman they saw. They were not shown a photo of Raymond Schmidt to see whether they recognised him as the man they thought they saw with the woman. This potential sighting led police to search the dam and bushland surrounding the area the couple reported seeing Shirley. This did not turn up any new evidence. 
When interviewed by police, Raymond told them that he and Shirley's marriage, like most, had its issues and that they had previously seen a counsellor. Their last session took place on the 12th of December 1985. Obviously, as with most cases, police had to take into account that Raymond may have been involved, being the closest person to Shirley. One of the counsellors reported that while Mrs Schmidt was struggling with her marriage, he was confident that she wasn't suicidal. Nobody the police spoke to who was close to Shirley thought that it was possible that she was either suicidal or the type of woman who would run off with another man. The next day, on the 17th of December, 1985, the search moved back to Shirley's regular walking route. Police and Raymond Schmidt agreed that it was unlikely that Shirley walked all the way to the dam as it was a very steep, windy and narrow path. The route that Shirley walked was lined with dense rainforest on each side. The area was thoroughly searched, including dams, various trails and old mines and caves. They found nothing. Almost two years later, on the 1st of December 1987, an inquest into Shirley's disappearance took place. A number of witnesses came forward to give evidence at the inquest. New information came to light at the inquest, one being that there was a breakup party the night before the disappearance in the area and that there was an after party the following day. The partygoers may have driven the route that Shirley walked to get from the breakup party to the after party. Some theorised that maybe Shirley was hit by a drunk partygoer and concealed to avoid punishment. Despite this theory, there was no evidence linking the partygoers to the disappearance of Shirley Schmidt. The woman who said she spotted Shirley at the dam could not be found to give evidence at the inquest. The inquest closed in 1989 with no conclusion being drawn. In late 2004, the missing persons unit looked into Shirley's case and revealed that there was no signs of life in her Centrelink accounts or any of the benefits she would have been entitled to. There was no evidence to suggest she was still alive. On the 5th of December 2007, the inquest into the disappearance of Shirley Schmidt was reopened. Unfortunately, like the first inquest, nothing of use was presented. When the coroners concluded their inquest, they were unable to determine a potential cause or the circumstances that surrounded Shirley's disappearance. And to this day, it remains a mystery. The coroner did find that there was sufficient evidence to pronounce her dead and listed her date of death as about the 15th of December 1985, the day she went missing. Shirley's family remained confident that someone knows something Shirley's family remain confident that someone knows something and they come out of the woodworks every couple of years to plead for answers. They are searching for closure. Did someone accidentally hit Shirley, panic and dispose of her body? Was she murdered? It is possible that there is someone out there that knows something and if that person is you, it's time to come forward and tell police what you know to end the suffering of Shirley Schmidt's children and grandchildren. Do you have that one piece of information that could be the missing piece of the puzzle? Was someone you know acting strangely around the time Shirley went missing? Shirley Schmidt was 56 years old at the time she disappeared. She was approximately 152 centimetres tall and had a stocky build. She was Caucasian with short brown hair, brown eyes and an olive complexion. She was reportedly wearing a floral dress at the time she disappeared. If you have any information that could assist the police to solve this case and bring some answers for Shirley's family, please call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000.
That's 1-800-333-000. You may think that the information you hold is unimportant, but you never know what the missing piece of the puzzle is. I will continue to follow this case. My heart goes out to Shirley's daughters and grandchildren. Hopefully there is justice and answered for this much-loved woman that is remembered so fondly by family and friends. Please join us next time for Unsolved Australia Minisodes. Thank you for listening.